Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. So it looks like a Bitcoiner might be running for president, Mark. Yes. Somebody who we've actually interviewed in Uh the past. Somebody who was on the, is it Amazing Ducks? Uh, Was it the Mighty Ducks? Mighty Ducks. Some kind of like child star thing. Yeah. Apparently a couple movies back in the mid-1990s. His name is Brock Pierce. Yep. And he's apparently throwing his hat into the ring for the 2020 presidential race. Well, I support him, although I have some questions. Like, can he qualify for any ballot access? Yes, that question. Yeah, that's that was the big the, that was the big question. Yeah. What other questions did you have? No, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I like at this point, you know, 2020, any functioning adult, um, Biden, Trump out. Joe Jorgensen, the Libertarian candidate, yes, in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know nothing about the Green candidate. I don't know if they've chosen one. Have I, they chosen one? There's a presumptive he. Okay. That oh. uh, may be... That'll be a change for the Greens. Pr- yeah. Pr- uh, changing from Dr. Uh, Jill, whatever her name Jill is. Jill Stein. Jill Stein. And, you know, if, if Brock Pierce or Kanye West managed to pull this off, well, great. Unlike Democratic and Republican candidates, in order to get on the ballot, independent candidates face different requirements in all 50 states, including filing deadlines and signature requirements. Some states may also allow candidates to pay a filing fee in order to get on the ballot. Now, this is something the libertarians are grappling with as we speak. I actually just called my former attorney this week, uh, John Meyer, who took the freedom of speech case with the Robin Hooders here in Keene, New Hampshire, that were sued by the town government for filling people's parking meters. He took that as a on a free speech basis and pro bono and great attorneys, one of the, the premier free speech attorneys up here in New Hampshire. Turns out he's taken the case of the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire. I did not realize that was happening. I just happened to get him on the phone this week for another reason, and he told me he was in the in the midst of working on the Libertarian's case because they are having to sue the state government over the ballot access requirements, which require right. thousands of signatures to be gathered. Between- and people aren't allowed out at the same time. So the right. normal rules that the states have, as draconian, as specious, as yeah. frankly immoral as they are, oh, yeah. Unfair. are now – a hurdle that is is now far it's too ten high. Ten times more difficult. I mean, it was already difficult. Now it's maybe more than more than ten times more difficult now uh, to get out there and to actually talk to people in the streets to get their signature uh, on one of these things is going to be nigh impossible. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people out there like me that only want to vote for somebody who has a statistical chance of winning. Now, what drives a man to make a decision like this? Uh, you had suggested off the air, Mark, that it was a publicity stunt. When was that? Off the air. When? I don't know. Today? Yesterday? I don't recall Pretty having sure. said that at all. No? Uh, but I will say that I'm not a... I, yes, he's gotten publicity from it, so stunt mm-hmm. successful. Yeah, he's if, in People magazine. If you want me to uh, assess that statement, uh, that is not my statement. I do not claim okay. that statement. Um, Maybe that wasn't you that said that, but what? I'm pretty sure I was only talking to you about it. But okay. go ahead. I don't recall having talked to, to okay. you about it. The uh, what would drive a man? Um, I would say it could be frustration. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be the desire to sort of uh, you know hold the banner for cryptocurrency and be able to talk about it. So he could be an issue candidate. Could be. Um, you know they. I know. Presumably that the, he's fairly wealthy. He's probably pretty wealthy. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He you know he could afford to do the job yeah. without too much of a loss. Sure. Can he afford the attorneys that it's going to take? 
to try to get on all these different state ballots to try to navigate this morass, this labyrinth of uh, various different regulations because each state has different rules. Some states like Oklahoma are notoriously difficult compared to others where it's just difficult. Um, Usually it ranges from difficult to very difficult as far as uh, the requirements that are completely arbitrary. Do you think that just anybody who sends their name in? Well, I don't think we should have a government. I understand. But did you you think that somehow that wish of yours is going to come true by November? I don't know. Maybe I'll wake up in a different dimension tomorrow. (laughs) I have no idea. If you believe it's going to come true, you've already woken up in a different dimension. (laughs) So... I don't know, Mark. I mean, it's it's all arbitrary. I mean, all the states have different rules. I don't even know what the requirements are here in New Hampshire. I couldn't even tell you. I think the requirements should be the same for every uh, party that was previously on the ballot and should be achievable for anybody who wants to be on the ballot. Mm-hmm. I'd like somebody I'd like to know somebody did some work or paid some money or put some kind of you know evidence of effort mm-hmm. behind getting on the ballot as opposed to just sort of filling out a piece of paper and sending their name in. Okay, so you don't want them just sending mo- paying money because that is basically just filling out a piece of paper and sending your for name. For some in. people it is, but very few of them. I mean, right? I mean, in well in New Hampshire we usually only have Six or seven people run for president because it costs a thousand dollars to participate in the New Hampshire primary. Well, now wait a minute. That's if you're running as a Republican or Democrat. Okay. So if you're talking about qualifying for ballot access as a third party or an independent, as Brock Pierce is doing, it's going to be a whole different ball of wax. Right. But I'm talking about the primary, which is Republicans and Democrats. Very rarely do the uh, libertarians, are they involved in that? That's because there's not a libertarian primary that's run by the state. Mark, you were correct about Hobson's choice. Uh, it is, according to Merriam-Webster, an apparently free choice when there is no real alternative. And another definition is the necessity of accepting one of two or more equally objectionable alternatives. So if you consider biden and trump to be equally objectionable then and you believe there are no other options then you are being given a hobson's choice in that particular case in this case in reality there are other options thankfully the libertarian party well i don't we don't know yet that there are other options well okay true there are many states where you cannot even like you can try to write somebody in but write-ins are just tossed Sure. I would expect the Libertarian Party to succeed generally this year, despite the difficult road that it's going to be. They do have a fair number of supporters. They are a very large, as far as third parties go, probably the largest, if not the fourth largest third party. I don't know what the current membership numbers are for either the Libertarian Party or the Green Party, but both of them did very well in the last election, so I suspect they've retained some of that momentum uh, they will have the money to throw at this problem to some extent. So I expect that that will solve the ballot access problems they're having. They may lose a few states, but ultimately they I'm going to predict they're going to have enough states to theoretically win the election. I think that they're going to do it because their initial results in the lawsuits that they have filed have been successful. The reason we give we can say that animals don't have rights is because Because the survival of the fittest has put us at the very top, and the survival of the fittest means we can kill and we can do the most violence, correct? 
for the most part. I mean, that could be upended by uh, makes right. by an alien, you know, species coming to Earth, and then they're at the top of the food chain. And if you've ever been alone with an alligator in the swamp without a gun on you, then you may have second thoughts that you're actually on top of uh, the food chain in that particular I've case. I've killed more so. than one gator with just a knife. Have you really? Yep. Really? Yep. Wow. Catch him with a hook, wow. a big hook um, with some chicken meat on it. Uh-huh. All right, or um, one of those little, little lizards that run around Florida. Either one of those mm-hmm. is fine. The lizards will move, which is nice. Um, and the the gator will get it and then get caught. Right. Yeah. You then reel it in. I mean, you're not using fishing line, you know, yeah. clear fishing line here. You're using mm-hmm. as, as tough as stuff you got. Uh-huh. You reel it in, and then, you know, the gator's just worried about the hook in his mouth. You get around behind yeah. him, jump down on him. Slice uh, him up. Grab a grab around his, his mm-hmm. mouth and then just, you know, cut it around the neck. Badass, yeah. man. Wow. Good luck doing that without your tools. That's- Apparently, for the first time ever, the... USDC, which is a what's called a stable coin in the world of cryptocurrencies. Okay. So it is a. It stands for U.S. dollar. What C coin? C stands for center, I believe, okay. uh, which is the owner of this particular stable coin. Okay. So for listeners who aren't familiar, you probably have heard of Bitcoin. Okay. Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency. It was the first first one of its kind, but since then there have been a bunch of other ones. And the number two cryptocurrency in the world right now is called Ethereum. And Ethereum is more of like a programming platform than it is just a cryptocurrency. So there's other things that can be done with this with this platform, including the issuance of what are called tokens. And you can have these tokens for anything. Right. Mark, you could go and issue your own Mark coin if you right. if you wanted to. You could say, I want to issue a billion Mark coin, and poof, there they are. Now, right. they're not going to be worth anything right out the gate, but if you can make them worth something by whatever promises you're going to make or offers you know, that you have, maybe the market would value them at something. Yep. Um, Anybody can uh, can turn in a Mark t- coin at any point, and I'll call them up on the phone and get them, tell them a joke. There you go. Uh, so you can do anything you want with that. And one of the things that people have done with these tokens is they've created tokens that are the equivalent of a U.S. dollar or right. a Japanese uh, yen or whatever or whatever it is they use over there. So there's these, these are especially useful for exchanges that's right. where people can go in and out of dollars relatively quickly and easily. Even though you have the keys to your stablecoin wallet, they can still freeze your account because it's part of the rules of the contract. That, of course, you never read, right? Like, you just bought some stable coins. They went into your wallet. You thought that you had control over those sure. stable coins. And then somebody from law enforcement calls up this company calling itself Center, uh, spelled C-E-N-T-R-E, all in capital letters. And they say, we want you to freeze this address. We're law enforcement. We say do this. And then they did it. And we don't know exactly all the details as to what is being alleged about this address in particular. Does it really matter? Uh, this is instructive. It doesn't matter if yeah. these people are are Muslim terrorists moving uranium right. uh, from one location to another to make a bomb. I'm not going to claim that the government was wrong in freezing their account. I don't know. But I am yeah. saying that this, this could is, happen to you. This isn't what the idea behind cryptocurrency was. No. Cryptocurrency is supposed to be powered by mathematics and basically be un uh you know like unconfiscatable. Yeah, that's what the idea was. And although was. this hasn't been confiscated, your account's been frozen. It's effectively right. been confiscated, meaning that uh and they probably could confiscate it. It wouldn't surprise me if they had the ability to uh 
you know, reach in there and just pull pull things out. Now, that, that would require them to have the private keys, so they probably can't. Mark, there's been a pretty big news story about the Supreme Court ruling that uh, Native American territory apparently is extending beyond where some people had originally thought. What's going on? Yeah, um, if you understand all of this, you tell me. But here it is from USA Today. Washington, the Supreme Court ruled Thursday, just in case you wondered, that's today, Mm -hmm. that the eastern half of Oklahoma can be considered Native American territory, a decision the state warned could create civil, criminal, and regulatory turmoil. And I think that's... That's probably a pretty fair estimate as to what uh, could very well happen in this circumstances. So you that, said this includes Tulsa, is that right? Yeah, uh, big cities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bartlesville, which we're on on Saturdays. Yep, that sounds right. Yep. The justices considered the issue for the second time after failing to decide uh, the, a different case last year when Gors- Gorsuch was recused and the court likely deadlocked. Mm -hmm. So the uh, 5-4 decision today was written by Neil Gorsuch and joined by the the court's four liberal justices. All right. So everybody is always blaming this, uh, the the chief justice there, whatever his name is. is, I can't remember it off the top of my head. It's down here later in the article. Mm -hmm. But um, they're always blaming him for siding with the liberals. But here Gorsuch does. What makes this case hard is that there have been hundreds of Hundreds of prosecutions, some very heinous offenses of state law. On your your view, they would all become undone, Associate uh, Justice uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg told Gishhorn. So does that matter? I mean, that's a practical argument in a um, an argument of law, like either it was. What Congress did was legal or illegal. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there are some bad men might get free. So what? That's not, you know, look, that is the that's a problem that you all have to work out. Mm -hmm. But Congress, if they broke their rules, needs to be held to account. And even if it was in 1907. Even if it was more than 100 years ago, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't matter if the worst criminal in the world, you know, Hitler's uh, meaner, younger brother is sitting in Mm -hmm. prison in uh, Oklahoma. That is not a reason to vote against this. That's specious. Yeah. Uh, and apparently this was voted uh, in favor, and so therefore those cases, should they appeal, they could be overturned, right? Or should those cases be brought forth, uh, they could be overturned. Basically, the argument, as I understand it, is, well, Congress cut corners and they didn't do this the the legal way of dis, uh, what was it disestablishing the Indian reservation right. and turning it into a state and so therefore all of these prosecutions have been done under false pretense under you know false jurisdiction I was picking up a salad at Wendy's mm-hmm. uh, here in the Bay Area and I get up to the window and the lady's like uh, put on a mask just like that and I'm just like what I'm like no thanks and I drove off so this mask thing is just getting hold on hold on just to just to clarify before you go on before you go on are you saying you drove off without receiving the food that you'd ordered oh I I did I wasn't it was in a drive-through I was in a car Mm -hmm. I didn't go inside which I understand if I went inside and that's right it's completely different story but I mean, no, just you, you're just to, just to clarify, you didn't give her money. She didn't give you the food. You just you bailed at that point. Yeah, I, I said this is. I said no, thank you, and okay. I drove off. I wasn't rude about it. it was, 
she's just doing what she's told. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, you know, that's they they put these uh, these workers at these restaurants. They make them responsible for scumbags like Gavin Newsom, all these people, these tyrants, just throwing yep. down their orders, and they expect the little guy to enforce it. Yeah, and they take fair. the brunt of of the uh, the blowback from it all. Right. right? And it's just, it's, I don't, I don't give people a hard time for, you know, just doing what they're told. Mm-hmm. Right. And nobody I mean, knows what, uh, you know, what circumstances people get infected under and what's they don't at this point. I mean, it's, we're still in a real fluid state to know exactly what's true and what's not. Out of Long Island, a, a guy who, one of these customers who just feels like they are, you know, superior because they're wearing a mask decided to go at a woman in a Dairy Queen recently on Long Island where you're not superior to anybody if you're a Dairy Queen. He decided he is on a quest now to go after this Dairy Queen after a woman was seen preparing his uh, ice cream that he had ordered without wearing a mask. He then made an issue out of it and a manager came she up. She tell him diabetes killed more people uh, last week than COVID-19 <laughs> did. <laughs> Is that true? It probably is, right? I'm absolutely yeah. certain that's true. I, I yeah. have not looked up the numbers, but frankly, COVID-19 isn't killing that many people these no. days. And it wasn't killing that many people two months ago either, all things considered. Well, uh, and, and that's even if you believe the government's inflated, fake-ass numbers. Well, uh, I don't know the answer as to how fake they are. I cannot claim that, but I can claim that... Uh, you know, the amount of deaths uh, pale in comparison to what we were threatened with. And now with the release, the deaths continue to go down in the United States. But people sure you now can have... find some zip code where they go up, though. But now these people like this Dairy Queen customer, Brandon Trotta, have an excuse to be all highfalutin over uh, hardworking drive through workers. The location in a town called Medford, he tells NBC New York, he asked Dairy Queen for a refund after he saw an employee who wasn't wearing a mask. At this point, the manager without the mask has been suspended by the franchise owners. But that was not enough for Mr. Trotta, who believes the woman should have been fired. She said, quote, I'm, or he said, I'm more upset the owner hasn't taken any responsibility yet since a, it's a franchise. So he went back to Dairy Queen on Tuesday and held up a sign to warn other customers to, quote, eat at your own risk, unquote. Some people in the drive-thru promptly got out of the line after seeing Trotta and his message. He explained, quote, people are not wearing masks and it's very unsafe. It was only a few months ago that we had 750 people die in a day in New York State. So they all need to have masks on, he said. How long? Forever. Right. I mean, now we have to wear the mask for the 750 dead, you troglodyte. It's the new normal, Mark. Haven't you heard? It's going to be masks till further notice. Mm -hmm. And there's no intention on any of these government bureaucrats part to uh you know unrestrict people in this way why would they they've gotten away with all of this control stuff like all of the control measures they've wanted to put into place uh they've been able to get away with it and people are cheering it on well the masks are counter to the um government's goals i mean these are that because the government um wants to track your whereabouts and can use facial recognition you got a phone in your pocket they got all they need yeah well they're probably not um they probably haven't put that together yet thank goodness that we're able to actually go back to bars here in New Hampshire. A bunch of states have reversed their course to the so-called reopening, and they've done an about-face, and they've said, no, no, 
after initially saying you could reopen your bars, nope, nope, now you got to close them again. Yeah, we were supposed to leave uh, very soon for our trip to mm-hmm. Las Vegas. That's right. Which yeah, we is not happening in three days. Right, that. which is not happening as a result of Vegas locking back down. Yep. Um, I think Florida has also uh, locked up some of the uh, bars, I believe, down there as well, and other states. And the thing is, recall. is that I get the concern that people have. But if you want to try this experiment in freedom, this revolutionary new notion that people should be able to decide what happens in their lives so long as they're not intentionally harming other people, if you want to participate in that, you've got to let people open their businesses, even if Mm -hmm. COVID-19 is spreading more in the United States than it is in other places, even if there's more cases. Well, that's if you believe in freedom. Even if you're rooting for more deaths and every day they elude you, even Mm. if you would just love to see enough people die so that the unemployment numbers are bad enough so that finally my crooked old pervert gets in and gets that other crooked old (laughs) pervert out. Gosh darn it. Why isn't this COVID killing more people? That's what they're all about. These people that are all about the masks, these Democrats that have turned this, and and Republicans, by the way, just as bad, that have turned this into a political football, but the Democrats have ended up on the pro-death side. A breathless news report uh, uh, done by... Actually, the link to it isn't in here right now. Here it is. Okay, CW News. Apparently, CW is one of these uh, syndicated cable channels or something like that. Okay. And they've got a report about what happened in Las Vegas or just outside uh, of Las Vegas where a desert rave. Apparently, it didn't stay there. What what's that? What happened there? Oh, what well, was just outside of uh, of Las Vegas? Okay, it was so in the beyond in, beyond the boundaries. I think so. Yeah, it was the in the desert. Of silence surrounding Las Vegas. Yep, uh, it was apparently in the desert outside of uh, Las Vegas here, and I'm just going to play the audio from this particular news clip, so you have some idea of just how this stuff is being reported. Here it is from CW news at least what i thought was going to play there we go in the middle of the desert on the fourth of july defying orders by governor sisolak hundreds gathered in an empty north las vegas lot for a night of music dancing and no social distancing governor <gasps> steve sisolak warned businesses heading My into the holiday weekend God. to comply with the state's health standards while urging residents not to meet up in big groups But as News 3 found out, masks and social distancing were not part of the celebration last night in the Las Vegas desert. You know, this is the sort of thing that Obamacare brings. Now, when you can force somebody to uh, pay for medical insurance, Mm. you can force them to stay home. You can, in a country that has habeas corpus, where you, in order to incarcerate somebody, have to deliver a body of evidence. In a country where you have habeas corpus, you can incarcerate the whole nation because you're scared. And that Mm -hmm. is terrifying. That means the entire American experiment is over. Well, it should be over. Just walk away and secede it to the commies because they've already got it. I want to secede, but not to the commies. I think uh, New Hampshire should secede and actually be a free place. That could happen. uh, It it could happen. It could happen. Uh, If you want to secede to the commies, then California can secede and all the commies should go there. 
But uh, one Reddit user commented... Now, the commies don't like the places that they live because they oh, suck. Oh, California's a nice place. California's a nice place, yeah, but pretty... people are moving out, not in. The commies aren't moving out, right? Like, isn't it the people that want to get away from the commies? Ask the people in Montana yeah, and Texas point. and good Nevada point. and these sorts of things that the commies are moving out of, uh, of well, California. Well, the news of the illegal rave, according to edmtunes.com, so this website actually is Electric not... Electric dance... Music, music, yeah, tunes. So this is a a, a rave, uh, you know, website that is commenting here now. News of the rave generated lengthy discussion on r slash aves subreddit on Monday. One Reddit user commented, "Quote: This gives the rave community such a bad look. Stay okay. home, y'all. If not, raves and festivals will not be happening anytime soon." From Axios. dot com. With new security law, China outlaws global activism. The draconian security law that Beijing forced upon Hong Kong last week contains an article making it illegal for anyone in the world to promote democratic reform for Hong Kong. (laughs) All right. So, like... You know, I don't I'm not a conspiracy theorist and I don't know what how COVID-19 was created or came into being. But I can tell you the Chinese government have, has used the cover of COVID-19 to destroy any hope there is for Hong Kong. That's it. I, I'm ladies and gentlemen, it's already over hmm. there. Hong Kong is not the place that you thought it was a few years ago. It is over. Okay, now it cannot be undone. It is gone. It's like Macau, Mm. gone. The last little bastion for Chinese people to go and and have some modicum of uh, modern democracy or Mm -hmm. freedom or whatever it is is in Taiwan or Formosa or whatever you want to call the place, and that's it. China is expanding. It's expanding its borders on multiple fronts. There's already communist china chinese communist party companies mm-hmm. at work in saipan right being funded by the chinese government and and saipan by saipan what i mean is america mm-hmm. the u.s mariana islands right yeah. there are where you are a resident yep the, the they're, they're they're happening it's happening right now you can go there and look and these people got chinese passports and they're doing business and you know it's why because america's not doing business there so I did pull up a story about this, Mark, the, the border conflict that you're referring to. This is uh, aljazeera.com reporting. On the evening of June 15th, hundreds of Indian and Chinese troops laid aside their arms and took on each other in a brawl on the <laughs> ridge of a mountain in Ladakh, a desolate high-altitude plateau in the northeast Kashmir. The clashes in which clubs and stones were used left a bloody trail of dead and wounded soldiers on a frontier that had not seen such violence in the last 45 years. And as India buried 20 slain soldiers from that fight, it began to contend with a high political cost of its ill-thought-out actions in the Himalayan region. India's unilateral action to revoke the special status of the disputed territory of Kashmir in August 2019 was intended in the grand strategy of its Hindu nationalist prime minister, Narendra Modi, to usher in, quote, peace and development, unquote, in the rest of state. Thomson Reuters Foundation's Gregory Scruggs reporting out of uh, Washington State, Tonino, I don't know if it's Tonino or Tonino, 
Washington is where this is happening. Tucked away under lock and key in a former railroad depot turned small town museum in the U.S. state of Washington, a wooden printing press cranked back to life to mint currency after nearly 90 dormant years. Okay. Uh, a wooden printing press. I. This is like technology that is beyond what I had ever heard of before. I mean, I presume well, it exists. There was a previous, uh, so a, a decentralized fiat currency known as tally sticks mm-hmm. existed in the past. I and heard about that. This was throughout the sort of Mediterranean region. Mm-hmm. I don't look. I, I I can't say that I know everything about this, but you know they used clams at one point too. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, th- th- there's some historical precedent well apparently they had this printing press still and they've actually utilized it to make a brand new product 25 dollar wooden bills bearing they the certainly town's won't name. be uh mistaken for u.s currency no uh bearing the town's name to nino with the words covid relief superimposed on an image of a bat and the latin phrase habernus autumn sub potestit we have it under control is what that means. Okay. Uh, printed in cursive. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.